Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you I will curse, and all peoples on the earth will be blessed through you. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our Lord shall stand forever. My name is Pastor Simankani, inviting you to continue this journey through the book of Genesis. Let us close our eyes as we pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for the privilege of mission. We thank you for the assignment that you gave Abraham that speaks to us of the assignment you've given us. We thank you that you set him apart even as you set us apart. Bless us and bless the world through us. For we ask in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, and amen. I am blessed and highly favored. But I am blessed to bless. God says, I will bless you and you will be a blessing. All the people on the earth will be blessed through you. Listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. The devil can't win. <laughs> For even when he tempts us, as James 1 verse 12 says, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. Or when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. But even if you fall into temptation and sin, Psalm 31, Psalm 32 verse 1 rather says, How blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. How blessed is the person against whom the Lord does not charge iniquity. This blessing is yours, beloved, and can be taken away, except if you yourself, by yourself, of your own volition, relinquish it. We are blessed in Jesus' name. God is consistent. This is what I want you to understand. God is consistent. If there is anything God will do, He will bless. He is reliable. But I had a woman who stood before a judge. Uh, she had stood in this court many times before for various alleged offenses. And she is asked by the judge, how old are you? And she casually responds, 30 years old, your honor. She is asked then, why does your affidavit which you deposed in this court five years ago also indicate you were 30 years old then? <laughs> to which she responds, your honor, I am not one to say one thing today and another tomorrow. <laughs> Consistent. Uh, this lady says, I'm 30 years old. I've been 30 years old. I will remain 30 years old. Oh, beloved, God is consistent. He is consistent in this, that he will bless. He can't help himself. He is, in fact, by definition, a blesser. And I declare today, he is my blesser. He is our blesser. Abraham found in God a blesser. Genesis 12 presents, represents a major change of pace in the Bible. 
Genesis 1 to 11 is the summary of millennia, thousands of years. Generations are swiftly dispensed with single, single verses. In chapter 6 to 9, we slow down because of that cataclysmic event, the tectonic shifting event of the flood. And then chapter 10 to 11 is another quick-paced capture of multiple generations. But we get now to chapter 12 and the Bible slows down. Slows down. And it tells the story of one man and his family. It's the story of Abraham, of his son Isaac, of his grandson Jacob whose name is changed to Israel. Now let me put context to what is happening here in chapter 12 to this change. This grandchild by the name of Israel has children. Israel's children are called the children of Israel or the Israelites. You catch the drift. Now what is it about Abraham that warrants this attention? God had a mission for him and he sends him. And Abraham says, I will go. Here I am, Lord. Send me. The rest of the Old Testament is really a story of Abraham's family, his children. The nation of Israel takes us right to the end of the Old Testament, fulfilling the mission and the purpose that God had given to Abraham. I will bless you and through you the world shall be blessed. And so there is a calling here. The call of Abraham stands as a reflection of the call that God has for all people for all ages since then. God calls Abraham out, out from his father's home, out from his father's household. The Greek word that is used for church, catch this, the Greek word used for church is ekklesia, and it means the called out ones. <laughs> and so Abraham was called out, and the church are those that have been called out, those that have been set apart for holy use, just as Abraham was set apart for holy use. When God calls him, he calls him with a blessing, and he always does. He does not call you except if he is going to bless you. I will make you a great nation. He is talking about a childless man here. God is not limited by your current situation. I will bless you, he says. You may have been jobless and lost, but God says, I will bless you. You may not think much of yourself. You don't come from the family of the who's who's. But God says, I will make your name great. But listen to this. He says, and you will be a blessing. So there's a two-way transaction. God says, I will bless you. But then also, you will be a blessing. And all the people on the earth will be blessed through you. Blessed to bless. I pray today that you may be blessed in Jesus' name. But as you are blessed, I pray that your cup may run over and that people around you, that your family around you, that all that you encounter, your colleagues, everyone that you meet may be blessed through you. We all want to be blessed, don't we? But we must also be a blessing. That's the sequence. We are blessed first in order that we may be a blessing. Here's the good news. The first things that God does when he calls is, is to bless. You remember Genesis 1? So God created mankind in his own image. Immediately after doing that, what does he do? Verse 28 says, and God blessed them. To meet God is to meet your blesser. The first 
thing that God does for Adam and Eve, immediately fresh from the production line, right? Immediately after their creation is to encounter the God who blesses them. And when God calls the Israelites, he brings them out of Egypt and he blesses them. And so immediately when they get out, what does God do? He blesses them. When they were on the plains of Moab, Balak and Balaam wanted to curse them. You remember when uh, Balaam is called by King Balak to go and curse the people. At that time, when God's children are on the plains of Moab, God is protecting his people. They seek, that is Balaam and Balak, to curse, but he protects them from a curse. And at the same time that they are, as it were, being cast, and as these people seek to cast them, what is God doing? God is blessing them. And listen to the blessings that he gives. All these blessings will come upon you and accompany you, that is, will overtake you if you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed ah, in the city and blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed and the crops of your land and the young of your livestock, the calves of your herds and the lambs of your flocks, the basket of your kneading trough will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. The Lord will grant that your enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. And listen to this. They will come at you from one direction but flee from you in seven. The Lord will send a blessing on your barns and on everything that you put your hand to. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. The Lord your God will bless you in the land He is giving you. I like this part. He will establish you as a holy nation. And then verse 10 says, Then all the peoples on the earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they will fear you. The Lord will grant you abundant prosperity. Oh, beloved, this is your blessing for abundant prosperity. On what? For the fruit of your womb, the young of your livestock, and the crops of your ground, and in the land that the Lord your God swore to your ancestors to give them. Listen to this. The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouses of his bounty, to send rain in your land and season, and bless all the work of your hands. You will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. For those of us that are in debt, this is God's blessing to you. May you not just be a borrower, but may you be a lender. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord, what am I saying to you today? I am saying to you, to you today in this chapter that God seeks to bless you. That is God's heart for you. If you're still in doubt, watch when God becomes man. When God takes human flesh and walks among us, what does God do? His first sermon recorded in the Gospels is the Sermon on the Mount. When God then comes and speaks to them, listen to the words that he speaks, blessed ah, are the poor in spirit. <laughs> blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. Blessed, blessed, blessed. Jesus pronounces blessings. And so the sum total of your call and of my call is to be blessed and to be a blessing. Freely you have received Freely you are to give.
It is my prayer today that you may become a fountain of blessings. But before you spread out those blessings, before you are a shelter on which others, you ought to be a recipient, first of all. And I pray that indeed God may pour upon you and upon your family, upon your life, upon your blessing, upon your business rather, and upon everything that belongs to you, his blessings from above. May your address be located by heaven. May angels know where you reside and may the highway of heaven find its way to your residence so that God's blessings may be yours. And then when you receive God's blessings, when he blesses you and like Joseph, you find yourself in high places. When you are blessed and you find yourself like Abraham with great resources, do not be a hoarder. Do not be one that simply seeks to keep to themselves what God has freely given. The Bible says, I will bless you and you will be a blessing. And so has God blessed you today. May you be a blessing. And as God pours everything that he pours into your life, become a channel through which others are blessed. This is heaven's recipe. May God bless you and may you be a blessing. That's my prayer in Jesus' name. Let us close our eyes as we pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for the call of Abraham that in his call, he was blessed by God. And as he was blessed to be great and his name to be a blessing, that, Lord, he found that he also was to be a channel through which your own purposes will be fulfilled for the world. We understand that there is a great need in this world. And who will go? Father, I pray that you will find in us channels and tools that you can use to uplift, to strengthen, to encourage all of those that are around us. May we not be like the Dead Sea that receives but never gives. I pray that we may be complete and open, transparent channels that we may be trustworthy deposits so that when you seek to answer the prayers of others through us, indeed our hands may be the hands of Jesus, that our mouths may speak the blessings of Jesus, and that everyone that we encounter may indeed encounter through us the face of Jesus. For this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.